0: You, FC Radio. FC Music
1: United. Hello everybody and welcome to this special edition of This Club is My Club this week as we look ahead to the Phoenix Trophy matches taking place on Wednesday and Thursday in Milan. It all kicks off on Wednesday evening as FC United take on Copenhagen side BK Schold in the semi-final of the Phoenix Trophy at the Arena Civica in Milan the final and the third four place game will be taking place at the San Siro and for more on preparations ahead of Wednesday night's game in the semi-finals of the Phoenix trophy on Monday evening I caught up with the manager of FC United it's a big welcome back to the show to Neil Reynolds well Neil a big thank you for joining us and uh, just before we get into uh, preparations f- for this week uh, just a bit of a general catch up with regards to the Phoenix trophy more generally um, we obviously played four games in the tournament this season already. And they've been four decent occasions, especially that opening match against Beveren uh, back in November.
0: Yeah, Ben, it seems it seems so long ago that we were playing the group stage games, but only short time ago since we won the final in Rimini in a, in a bizarre kind of way. Uh, you know, this season, obviously when you're in a football season, it, it kind of takes a long time to, to kind of get between games. But we were going into it, obviously the, the holders from last season, which was an unbelievable occasion. And like you said, we kicked off with Beveren and and then we went from there and we've, we've had we've had a great time in it. You know, it's our second year in the competition and we've loved every minute. And I'm, I'm hoping we go into year three, year four, year five and the, the competition keeps developing both for the players and, and for the supporters.
1: Well, it's going to be Charlie Ennis uh, to take this over on the far side. He's taken short. Ennis gets the ball back and it comes towards the back post area but headed clear there by Beveren and Beveren now play the ball forward. Nice little back heel there. And uh, they're on the attack. That's a great pass. Very good ball over to the, the far side. And the early chance here for Beverin. But a uh, good save there by Laverickham. It was
2: Ballahoon there with the effort. And uh, FC United carved open a bit too easily there, Paul. Yes, it was one, one good pass. And uh, Ballahoon was away. It's a corner ball. It's FC's second corner of the evening. Crowding good voice suddenly. Corner taken. And here's Linny now. Linny! Oh, well. Linny, Linny, Linny. What a finish to the back post
1: there and uh, well the goalkeeper had no chance with that that's the kind of goal that Regan Lenny threatens on a match day often but uh, there he is scoring it, a beautiful goal on 16 minutes Paul, and that's his 20th of the season, here's Wallerton out to the right hand side to Unwin Unwin now looking to drive forward, oh that's good stuff from Unwin shot comes in, great save there from Van Hootem down to his right, but Unwin looking lively De with the ball Oh, and it's through there, and there's a chance for Beveren. And that opportunity by Yannick Putt was blazed wide, and uh, that was a real opportunity there for the Belgian side. Back to his left-hand side to Linney. Linney turns. Linney, infield to Rodwell Grant. It's a give-and-go. Linney gets it back. Here's Wallerton. Over the top to Linney. Oh, nearly. Cleared, though. Here's Wallerton back on the ball. Back to Donoghue. Donoghue goes for goal for distance. Oh, and yeah. that, that
2: is beautiful from Michael Donahue. welcome back, what do you reckon 25 yards? Easily, that was an absolutely stunning effort from Michael Donahue. happy birthday Michael Donahue, for the weekend just gone, yeah that ripped into the netting and uh, the poor keeper there, he, he didn't have a prayer did he, and uh, well offside not given because Griffiths was playing everyone on and
1: Vergowan goes for goal and that is a stunning finish from Vergowan and appeals uh, to offside but Griffiths was definitely playing Vergowan on and uh, just on the hour mark Paul, Beveren have got a goal back
2: well it was a slide rule ball to beat the offside and Vergowan showed such composure there as he closed in on Loverkamp, the chip was absolute perfection and for Loverkamp as he backpedalled knew he had no hope whatsoever oh, brilliant, three cracking goals,
1: Gribbin on the ball to McCarthy to Gabidon Gabidon's lined up a shot for distance great strike from Gabidon but Van Hooten was behind it. but there comes a follow up shot from Gabidon hits the inside of the post that goes out for a goal kick Paul well he's getting closer <laughs> that's for sure Wallerton back to Gribben on this main stand side Gribbin surveys his options nutmegs his man and now Gribbin into the penalty area Gribbin still with the ball he's brought down that's, that's going to be a penalty and that all came about from Gribbin, just taking the ball and driving at defenders, and defenders
2: don't like that Paul, they don't like it in the box when they've got to make a challenge like that not knowing whether they can get the ball or not it's always a risk and uh, the captain Charlie Ennis is going to take this we've
1: had uh, 72 minutes played here Charlie Ennis with this penalty steps up, drills it straight down the middle, and it's 3-1 Gabidon, Gribbin Wallerton, Wallerton, can he find Griffiths, he can, Griffiths on the right side of the box, crosses it to the back post and there on the back post is Gabidon. and I think he deserves that goal of the substitute, he's had a good spell in this game, he's created a couple of chances since coming off the bench and in stoppage time he scores FC United's fourth
2: and Gabidon there with a tap in but great build up play from FC United as well. Yeah good ball in by Griffiths and and Gabidon having hit the post earlier was getting closer and closer. He drew a good save from the keeper as well. But that time, he was all alone at the far post to just knock the ball into the net.
1: I mean, that opening game against Beveren, I, I said it on the radio at the time, because obviously we've had some great games in the in the Phoenix Trophy over the past two seasons, like you say, but that, that felt like the first time it, it properly clicked with a Broadhurst Park crowd and Beveren yeah. put in a great performance that night. Yeah. There were some great goals and it was just a great evening, I thought.
0: It felt very European. Just a great game, but that's you know that's credit to the competition organisers for continuing to develop the competition.
1: Charlie Ennis, Alex Wallerton on the outside, great ball from Ennis Wallerton on the byline, in again, oh, and it's a second for FC United, and it's a second for Josiah Dyer, and it
0: comes from a very similar position, a cross in from Alex Wallerton on the byline, and Dyer six-yard box. On his own, really. Free to slot it home into the net. And as quick as FC get the equaliser, they also
1: take the lead. It's 2-1. The away game in Beverly. I mean, Dyer scored two goals. Uh, Van Wyck had a, a good game. Obviously, the Kuenka game as well at home. Decosta Costa scored two goals in that game. Um, so, it's good to incorporate those players into these group matches as well,
2: those younger players. It's
0: brilliant. Mat- Matty Rolls coming out of the academy, you know, played in that game. But then you're looking at you know, players like Guy Hall and Jan Palinkas who come and join the club and get the first taste of European football, not only, you know, the Premier League football. And then Max Keynes joins us and he's dying to get off the mark and get off the mark in Valencia. It's just been, it's, it's just a fantastic competition. It gives everyone a real opportunity to go and excel uh, and showcase themselves. You know, credit to credit to the boys for, for coming through the group stage. And now as we motor towards the semi-final, you know, I've, I've very much stuck with the belief with the, the younger kids like De Costa and Polinkas and Guy Hall. It'll be coming out to, to make up the 16 for, for when we go at it on Wednesday and then hopefully you know, on Thursday. Garrodon
1: launched that ball in towards the back post and there was a header one by Griffiths and Griffiths makes it 2-0 to FC United, and he he just came in there on the back post, got his head on it, goalkeeper with no chance, a great set-piece move there from FC United. Griffiths there to Baru, nice turn by Baru and plays it to Sangari, he's got time to turn, but now loads of (laughs) Grishers trying to get the ball back, out to Hall, Hall's ball into the back post, Gabidon's head hits the post, and it breaks for Griffiths, who blasts it over the bar from close range long ball play forward, Dodd wins the header Hartley lays that ball off to Ennis, Ennis to Baru. nice back heel there by Baru. back to Ennis Ennis, towards the edge of the penalty area here's Hartley, Hartley plays the ball back, guy leaves it, shot comes in, from Keane Baru. just inside the Cuenca Meselistas penalty area side foots it, to the goalkeepers left, FC United make it 3-0, Griffiths Finds Hall on the left-hand side. Hall crosses that ball into Gabby Darn, who puts it into the top corner from about seven yards out. Fantastic ball into the box. And it's 4-0. Well, the goal kick taken, and it's out to the right-hand side of the penalty area, and uh, the clearance forward is cut out by Griffiths. Here's Baru infield to Hartley. Nice turn there by Hartley. And a great ball into De Costa. First shot is saved, and there's De Costa following up. And FC United make it 5-0. Brilliant technique there by De Costa to take the volley in the first place and a good save by Fernandez. but there was De Costa on the rebound and on 53 minutes it's 5-0 infield finds De Costa De Costa now he's got time and De Costa's going to have a shot here and it's a great finish from Sandro De Costa down to the goalkeeper's left and Fernandez was
2: full stretch there to try and stop it it was so perfectly placed Paul it was rolled into the corner almost wasn't it it was one of those perfect strikes that he didn't have to hammer it he just placed it and uh, it was much too good unfortunately for fernandez that one and uh, with 58 minutes on the clock that's 6-0 for fc
1: well 6-0 the score as we approach the hour mark here at broaders park and uh, the ball is uh, back to fernandez his clearance is picked up though by griffiths who leaves it for wallerton wallerton back to ennis Ennis to Hartley, Hartley could turn, out to the left-hand side to Hall, Hall from the left, crosses the ball in towards the back post, it goes in off the bar,
2: into the net, and a fortunate goal there, Paul, to say the least. Well, it's, I don't think it was, it was meant, I think it was a genuine cross. And uh, I suspect Griffiths will go for goal from here, the angle is... Not favourable,
1: but we'll see. And Griffiths does go for goal. It takes a deflection. There's loads of players there for the rebound. One of those players was Ethan Vaughan, who taps it in. And it's now 8-0 to SC United. And uh, now Cuenca can counter. know, ball out to his left-hand side. It's with Guerrero, but uh, there's Palinkas to cut things out. And uh, Palinkas tries to find Van Wyk, but it's uh, cleared. And uh, Palinkas wins it back. Palinkas... Wallerton, Wallerton lays that ball off to Van Wyk, Van Wyk on the right side of the six-yard box, there's Wallerton, and Wallerton He's got his goal. gets his first goal for FC United, and cleared just before he can get to Ennis, Griffiths gets the ball back, Griffiths on there to the box, goes for goal, Luke Griffiths there, makes it 10-0 to FC United. Griffiths finds Wallerton, he's onside. Wallerton now moving into the penalty area. Wallerton plays the ball square. There's Ennis, Ennis surely, And Ennis makes it 11. Uh, Here's Griffiths. Griffiths from the right plays it to Van Wyk. There's Wallerton following up on the back post. And it's 12-0. And that is full time here at Broadhurst Park. And uh, a comprehensive victory. Obviously the experience that a player like Charlie Ennis brings and uh, we should say obviously uh, Charlie Ennis goes into this with a bit of a question mark this semi-final but he has scored in every game uh, of of this season's campaign in the Phoenix Trophy including that brilliant goal uh, in in Valencia.
0: Now with ball possession, trying to move it around Pedro. Oh what an attempt!
1: Well Charlie Ennis saw Robert off his line and uh, well that was perfectly played and FC with an early lead and a speculative goal, great vision there from Ennis, and it's uh, Gwencanil FC United one. Really was a great shot from Ennis. It's all very well seeing the opportunity, but to to play that ball so perfectly, just under the bar, excellent work.
0: It's goal of the season. At the goal of the season, you know, I know we talk about when we played Bamber Bridge, and we saw the goal at home when when the lad hit it instinctively. What Ennis did in Valencia to take the ball to then muscle that off the ball, to see the keeper off the line and and just execute that, to drop in the way it drops in. That was that was special. And, you know, the fans that were there that night saw that and, and that's what Chaz has got. But, you know, Charlie can look back at, you know, his time at FC and he's still got more time ahead. But, you know, I'm sure that he'll pick that goal out as, as one of the special moments. But then you look at it and he's still going into the competition. I think the, the leading scorer uh, from Copenhagen's on six. And then I think it's Ennis and someone else locked on four. So, I know Chaz will be going into this thinking, you know, if he can get his game time, we know he takes penalties, but also from open play that he's got that a bit about him. So I know Charlie, and I know that he'll still be sniffing around that golden boot uh, opportunity. And, and I will not put it past him, then to be honest, to, to break that record, because he is breaking records and he's defying logic at his age at the minute.
1: So let's go to the semi-finals then. How were preparations going ahead of, of this semi-final?
0: Being dead honest, Ben, it's probably the team that we didn't want. Uh, you look at the group stage qualification, you look at the goals scored, you know, they look seem to have goals coming in from all angles, but it's, it's probably the team that we were hoping to meet in the final. Uh, but, you know, that's not going to be the case now. We've got to overcome a really strong side in the semi-final. So, you know, in terms of preparation, you know, Luke Griffiths, Alex Wollerton, Charlie Ennis all picked up injuries in the back end of the season. We've only trained once since then and, and Wollerton and Griffiths didn't train, although Ennis did come through training. Uh, we're taking a squad of 16 out with us. That'll be two keepers because DJ will come as well. So, you know, we're, not, we're not littered with numbers, uh, but we have got what we've got. Donahue can't make the trip. And obviously, you know, we didn't feel it would be fair for any potential new signings to, to make the trip when when uh, the lads have done so well to get here. So, you know, in terms of having conversations about next season, we've, we've held off on things like that uh, because this squad have still, their season's very much alive and Hopefully we can come back from from Milan being successful and then, you know, we can prepare for the new season.
1: And obviously the, the venue for this is uh, for the semi final is the Arena the Civica and it's a venue we played at before. And you know, you watch videos of YouTube and stuff. I, I've, I've unfortunately never been to this this venue, but we, we talk we could talk about the San Siro on Thursday, but this this venue's pretty pretty special as well. I mean it's one of the oldest football stadiums in Europe. I mean it's a, it's a special I never place. believed that
0: I never believed that i play it anywhere more special. So I have, a, I have a, uh, a vision of when we came out of the the, the dressing room area, the tunnel area, which was a really long tunnel area with dressing rooms left and right. And as we approached the stadium, our fans were there on the right-hand side. The red flares were going off. The songs were out there. You look to the right. You've got Napoleon's house. And then you just look around the arena, and, and, it, and it is that typical arena that you can see that Italy played a World Cup game there, I think, in, in 1910. You know, had so much history, and you felt it. You know, as you're playing, and you could see the the kind of smoke on the ground. It was it was an unbelievable night, and one probably I'm, I'm probably going to say it's up there with probably my favourite favourite night, especially favourite European now. But favourite night, you know, managing FC United. So we, we we can't wait to go back there, a ground that we know you know quite well. And then, like you just said, you know, the next stage of the competition. Well, I still don't believe it's happening. If I'm being dead honest, man, I, I don't believe that it's, that it's going to materialize, and that's that's me with my feet on the ground.
1: And obviously, in the other semi-final, which also takes place on Wednesday night at the Arena Civica, is between Brera and, and Prague, both teams that that we know very very well, of course. Um, so, I mean, what's the what's the mood in the camp like ahead of this? Uh, you know, having to play back to back games like this, this is this is going to be tough on the sixteen.
0: So, yeah, we've watched we've watched the team. We, we've watched the highlights. We've, we've had our group meeting. Uh, I'm not going to say we're apprehensive about the opposition, but we know that we've got to be at our best. The, the only apprehension that we've got is is the number of bodies because do you rest Griffiths, do you rest Ennis, do you rest Wollerton for the final? But then, no disrespect to the other lads. You want your strongest team because you don't want to rest them and then not get there. Do you play them and then Griffiths, Wollerton, and Ennis miss the final at San Siro? So, it is it's a game of chess, really. We're just not sure what to do. At the minute, uh, we, we'll decide on that when we get there. And we've got fitness tests and the, and the physio team will, will do the bits. Uh, but if, it, if if somebody's going to risk injury in the semi-final and they've got a chance for the final, then then they won't play. But then similarly, you know, if we name the 11 and they go and win comfortably and they do well, then they keep the shirt. So, you know, I think it's just around the excitement, isn't it? You know, we know we've got a lot to do. We don't want, you know, I'm going to say, Ben, we don't want to go to the stadium on the Thursday and play in the third, fourth game. We want to play in the final. I think that's what every team would want and we want to we want to defend our trophy. And again, you know any any team that's that's won the trophy and know how that feels, they're going to go and want to win it. So we've got a lot of work to do between between now uh, and and when the trophy's lifted. And have you even thought
1: about yet yeah, one game at a time and all that, but you you're going to be managing the team at the San Siro regardless of what happens on Wednesday, which is just another level really, isn't it?
0: It it's, it's something that I'll never I doubt I'll ever emulate in my career. I'm being honest, I read the piece that we did in the non-league paper, you know, which was which was a fantastic piece for, for the readers that you know the, the clubs put together and myself Charlie Ennis. You see the picture of the San Siro. Yes, of course I've Googled what the dressing rooms look like. <laughs> of course you have Googled what you look like inside to see FC United fans who let's not forget, and I keep reminding myself of this, have probably been to Milan, you know, probably been to San Ciro watching Manchester United to break away and to turn around eighteen years later to say we're going to watch our club at the San Ciro in a finals competition if anyone would have said that in 2005 people would have scoffed and now it's real you know it's absolutely real so in terms of kind of another form of, of showing that that we made the right decision to to walk away then then you've just got to believe it because I think if you look at players now in the Premier League how many people have played at the San Ciro or managed at the San Siro and and I'm going to be fortunate and the players are going to be fortunate to have that opportunity and, and the fans are going to be fortunate to, to see it live happening and you know, like I said to you before, can I believe it? No, probably not. I think it'll only hit, hit home when you know the coach actually pulls up outside the San Siro and and we make our way into one of the most iconic stadiums in the world.
1: Yeah, and it is history making. The whole thing. I mean, this is our second year in this competition. It's the second year of its existence. But I think, based on what we've said in this interview, and you know, some of the the clips we played from the Beveren match at the start and the the Kuenca match. This competition is going from strength to strength, and we only have to see how it's finishing this year to see how well it's doing in its
0: second year. I mean, God help the third year. You know, that's why I'll you how'd you beat the San Siro? You know, Adrian said he's probably have to work his magic with the FA if we can get Wembley. But you, you, just, you just don't know. And remember Adrian phoning me and said, How'd you fancy managing the San Zero? And, you know, it was, it was pie in the sky then, and all of a sudden it's become real. And, you know, and, and not just has it become real for that, because, you know, only two days ago, you know, Inter played the last game. Uh, in the stadium of the season and the picture was absolutely immaculate I was looking at the highlights on YouTube you've got Ibrahimovic this week who just announced his retirement and outside AC Milan stadium this huge tribute towards Ibrahimovic we play our game on Thursday and then as soon as we finish all the TV screens are going to be put up live inside the stadium for fans to go and watch for the Champions League final on Saturday so to even be in the same breath as Inter Ibrahimovic AC Milan you know Milan Champions League final is is just is something else and that's that's real and I try and explain to people what the competition's about and where we're playing and, and people just don't believe us. You know, they literally don't believe us or, or if they do, they're full of envy.
1: Well, Neil, I'm certainly full of envy. Uh, a, a big good luck Uh, on Wednesday night in the semi-final. A big good luck on Thursday's game, whether that be the third, fourth place game or indeed that first, second place game uh, to finish things off at the San Siro. A big good luck to everyone uh, from FC United and uh, and most importantly of all, Neil, have a safe trip and uh, a big thank you for joining us on This Club is Michael this week. Thanks, Ben. Neil Reynolds there, FC United manager, speaking to me on Monday. And of course, we'll have full commentary of the semi-final as well as the finals of the Phoenix Trophy on Wednesday and Thursday. Join us on FC-Radio dot and of course the matches will be streamed live on the phoenix trophy youtube channel a big good luck to fc united in milan on wednesday and thursday but that's it for this special edition of this club is my club this week remember for all the latest on the phoenix trophy you can follow the twitter feed at phoenix trophy and for the latest on fc united at fc united mcr but i've been ben and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe week you take care Bye bye This is FCUM Radio,
0: officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.